Alright, good morning. This is Brother Larry Cockerham and I'm wishing you a happy Easter this morning and I hope you're safe with your families. And this morning we're going to read out of Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16, beginning with verse 1. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him and very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment. They were affrighted. And he saith unto them, Be not affrighted. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way and tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulchre, for they were, they trembled and were amazed, neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Now when Jesus was risen early in the first, early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that that had been with him as they mourned and wept, and they, when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. After that he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country, and they went and told it unto the residue. Neither believed they them. Afterward he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So, then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven, and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So we see on that first Easter morning, the women uh, arriving here at the tomb of the Lord Jesus Christ. John Stott said that Christianity is in its very essence a resurrection religion. The concept of resurrection lies at its heart. If you remove it, Christianity is destroyed. I remember when I used to work in Meridian, uh, Mississippi, there was an elderly man that would come by ever so often, and he claimed he was a Christian. But when 
Easter came around, I questioned him about the resurrection, and he said he did not believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I always thought that was amazing that he claimed to be a Christian but could not believe in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we see that first Easter morning, the two women bringing spices here to anoint the body of Jesus. Uh, They had a concern uh, about him. And we asked the question this morning, are we concerned enough this morning uh, ourselves? Are we like Nehemiah, who was concerned enough to ask about the situation there in Jerusalem? He was concerned enough to weep. And he was concerned enough to pray. And he was concerned enough to volunteer and to go and to take action. And so we asked the question this morning, are we concerned enough this morning? The ladies showed a deep love and compassion. But we have to ask the question, where were the men? Where were the men that morning? These women had a desire to be with Christ, do we? You know, one time in my early ministry, uh, I went to a little small church, and I asked some of the ladies, I said, where are the men this morning? And they said that, well, we don't have any men that come to church. But, you know, our men are supposed to be the leaders uh, of our church. They're supposed to be the leaders of our families. And many times we find our men have taken a back seat uh, to their responsibilities, And so we asked the question, where are the men this morning? These women had a desire to be with Christ. They were the uh, last at the cross and the first at the tomb. And there was the dilemma here in verses 3 and 4. There was a great stone that separated them from Christ until the angel came along and rolled the stone away. I asked the question this morning, what is it that separates us from Christ? Is it our Uh, sins of pride uh, and avarice, or maybe it's our sins of uh, unforgiveness. Uh, You know, a lot of church folks, uh, amazing to me, uh, hold grudges. I I knew of one that had held a grudge over 20 years, and we find that many people have a hard time uh, giving up their, their pride and their sin, and they They hold on to their grudges. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Notice it says casting all your cares upon him, not just some or not just 50%, but casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. So we can take those dilemmas and let Christ roll these away uh, in our lives. And then in verses 5 through 8, we see the delight. The young man sitting there here in in white, he says, Be not afraid, ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. Uh, He is risen. Christ has overcame sickness. He's overcame demons. He's overcame uh, nature. Now he overcomes death. And so we see the delight of the women and the disciples. Notice he says, Come and see. And go and tell uh, the disciples what the Lord has done for them. And then in verses 9 through 11, we see the disbelief. He appears first to Mary and then the disciples. But it says in verse 11 that some believed not. 
And so we find it's amazing to me that the early disciples did not believe in the resurrection. Over there in Mark chapter 6, we find that Jesus could do no mighty works because of unbelief. Unbelief becomes a a hindrance, a roadblock uh, to our faith. And so this morning, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. And then we find over there in Luke chapter 24, he appears to the two on the road to Emmaus. Uh, this is very interesting. They, uh, Jesus walking along with the two there on the road to Emmaus. But nevertheless, we find that they did not recognize Jesus at first, but later on, he disclosed himself to them. But while he was on the way there on the road to Emmaus, we find that uh, he says, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory. Notice verse 27. It says, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And so we find that Jesus went back into the Old Testament and explained all these different types of the Lord Jesus Christ, beginning with uh, the seed of the woman in Genesis 3.15 and Isaac uh, in Genesis 22, the Lamb of God in Exodus 12 and the rock there in Exodus 17, uh, the brazen serpent in Numbers 21 and the Day of Atonement in Leviticus 16, the kinsman redeemer in the book of Ruth, the good shepherd in Psalms 22, the great shepherd in Psalm 23, and the chief shepherd in Psalm 24, the suffering servant in Isaiah 53, uh, and Daniel 7, the son of man, in Malachi 4.2, the son of righteousness. All these point to the Lord Jesus Christ, and Jesus explained these uh, to these two on the road to Emmaus, the disclosement to the two. And then he appeared to the eleven there, in the upper room. And of course, we know that the first time Thomas was not there. And you know, that tells us a lot of times uh, we miss something when we don't go uh, to the Lord's house. Many times we've missed out on a great service. And we're like Thomas. Uh, We make excuses. Here in verses 15 through 18, we see the declaration. He says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And this is what we should be doing as Christians. It's our responsibility to go and preach the gospel and make disciples and to baptize those that believe. It says in verse 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So we find the emphasis in verse 16 is on believing, uh, not the baptism. I believe it was uh, Warren Wiersbe said, if water baptism is essential to salvation, then nobody in the Old Testament was saved. Hebrew 11 tells us that the Old Testament saints were saved by faith. And so the emphasis on believing, we're to believe with our intellect, our emotion, and our will, our minds, our hearts, and our will. We should believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice in verse 17, it says, These signs shall follow them that believe, and in my name shall they cast out devils. 
they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and they shall and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We find that many of these signs uh were fulfilled there in the book of Acts. But we have to realize that uh many times the excuse is that a person did not have enough faith. But the Bible says that whatever is not of faith is sin. In other words, we're called to live by faith, not by chance, and to trust God and not tempt him. I know during this pandemic, many have uh, expressed concern that we're not meeting in our churches, but we're going through the same thing that they went uh, through back there in 1918. Uh, I read an article by David Cloud, and he was... uh, quoting many individuals back during 1918 uh, that had a concern uh, about closing their churches during that pandemic. So we're going through the same thing that they went through. But listen, uh, we're not to tempt God. We don't just walk out in the middle of a crowded street. Uh, We have a better, God has given us a mind uh, to to know uh, uh, right from wrong. So we're called to live by faith and not by chance and to trust God and not tempt him. Notice here in verse 19, it says, So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Now Jesus Christ is our our great high priest. And not only that, he is our advocate. And so therefore we find that he is our a prophet, he is a priest, and coming back as king of kings and lord of lords. Notice verse 20. It says, And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. I believe it was Warren Wiersbe said, By his Holy Spirit, the Lord wants to work in us, with us, and for us. Ask the question this morning, are you serving? Or are you expecting others to serve you? Well, I hope you're enjoying this Easter Sunday. Uh, Just stay safe. And we're going to get through this. And the important thing is the fact that we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and his promises to us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So cast all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. So this morning, I hope I hope you're doing great. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, last of all, uh, just just keep looking up.